Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Coach Lydia Knight, and we are ending eating disorders and freeing women from every cage. And freedom is being free of insane expectations. So there's this underlying drive a lot of times when we're struggling with food and body, where even if we're not conscious of it, there's some or many insane expectations that we are striving for and are putting as this qualifier of our worthiness. So when I was in my my deep struggle with food and hating my body, I realized I had all of these expectations of like, you know, I want to be able to uh, bend over and not feel my stomach pooch out. I want to be able to, you know, wear these, you know, pair of jeans without them cutting into me at all. I want to, you know, be able to do all of these you know, athletic things with my body, or I want to be able to fit in this certain size, or I want to be able to, you know, do it all and do everything perfectly. And there was just this like fervor and drive of expectations that once we're in my consciousness, I'm like, that's so crazy. Like, that's totally insane. Like, why would I expect that of myself or my body or expect my natural body to be able to look in real life like something that is designed and photoshopped and computer animated and to have that in consciousness and to be free of the the weight of those expectations is just such a wonderful way to live there's just like a lightness and an energy that is fantastic about it and freedom is being in a place where your body trusts you. We really teach our bodies not to trust us. We teach them that there's a famine every Monday. We teach them that there's no steadiness with our metabolism because there's a binge every Sunday. There's this really roller coaster up and down where we have these stress hormones pumping through our bodies over something like food and fear around that. and there just really isn't a way for our bodies to trust us. So it starts doing things like, you know, storing a lot of visceral fat because it, you know, doesn't feel safe or slowing our metabolisms because it doesn't know when the next famine is going to come because that famine is every Monday when we're back on the wagon and cutting our calories and cutting out food groups. There's all this scarcity that our body is operating under. And to have the experience where you've been free for long enough, which doesn't take too long because your body is very <laughs> adaptable, but where your body can trust you. It could be like, oh, we are going to get steady nourishment. There's no threat to our survival. We don't need to be stressed all the time. And when our body trusts us, our hunger and fullness signals come back and our metabolism can come back and our body can just focus on healing and other things that it gets so distracted with when we're in a state of crisis. And our body trusting us is a wonderful step and our body healing and having a harmonious relationship with our body that is something that 
you know, we can trust and we can count on because our body is so good at doing the things that our body does when we're not in the way of it anymore. And freedom is eating what the kids eat, being able to make food for your kids and you just have some of it as well. <laughs> and it makes it so easy to cook and to nourish your family or the people that you are caring for because you can eat the same thing. Part of being in the struggle with food is having these ever-changing and shifting stipulations and rules and restrictions around what we eat. So it's, well, I'm gonna make this for my family, but I've gotta make this other whole other meal for myself, or the things that I feed my kids, they're not the things that I would eat, or, oh, well, my kids can eat this because they're not trying to lose weight, but I am, so I have to change what I'm eating or change the portion or you know change the recipe. And to be able to just have what our kids are eating, eat the same thing, literally like breaking bread together, like, you know, and having our kids have those memories of like, mom was with us. Like she was eating what we were eating. She didn't separate herself, herself from us with the meal that she was choosing is such an absolute joy. And freedom is no more dentist shame. So when we are in this struggle with food, especially if we're doing something like chewing and spitting or purging, it's horrible, horrible for our teeth. I mean, like we have had clients who they're like, they're doctors themselves. Like they know the damage that this does, but they've had like pieces of their jaw replaced and like their teeth replaced and just like all of this stuff because bulimia just like really hurts your teeth and cracks your teeth and like, all sorts of stuff. And a lot of times we're trying to hide it as well. And so, you know, going to the dentist and having to explain to the family why we need all these teeth replaced and all of the incredible expense of all of the dental work and knowing that if we haven't fixed the problem yet, then we go to the dentist and the dentist says that we have these issues and what might it be? And then we can either share or not share, but either way, it's worse every time we go back. Like the dentist can be a very stressful situation when we're not on the side of freedom. And the beautiful thing is we've had so many clients that have gone to the dentist because they're like, I finally fixed the problem. I'm not causing more damage. So now I can go and get done what needs to be done and just know the damage is over and I'm not doing this to myself anymore. And just having that shame lifted and being able to just go to the dentist is a beautiful thing. And freedom is getting to solve problems with the power of your mind. Our mind, our brain, our thought patterns are an incredible tool. We can think about something and we can solve a problem and we can sort out the details and we can have answers come to us and we can be inspired and we can sort through things in a thoughtful or you know really intuitive way. Our mind is so good at so many things. And when it's distracted with recounting calories over and over and calculating the macros that we ate that day and trying to figure out how to have fewer carbs and worrying about this event coming up and all of this focus on food, then we get to use our mind for what it's actually great for, which is so many things. <laughs> and having a brain that you can be like, all right, here's, here's a problem to figure out and having our minds, our brains sort through those things and come up with incredible solutions and have the mental bandwidth and the space to do that is absolutely a phenomenal, phenomenal thing. And being on the side of freedom means that you have all that mental energy back. The stuff that was just singularly focused on food and body and worry around that, that was such a distraction, is a beautiful thing to be able to put your brain to good use in other ways. And freedom is benefiting from meditation. So meditation 
totally seems like a good idea. There are so many studies to show uh, just all of the benefits, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically from meditation. It's a huge part of a mindfulness practice. Like it's something that has so, so many benefits. But for instance, if you hold somebody underwater, they're not gonna be focusing on meditation. They're gonna be focusing on air. <laughs> and when you are in a struggle with food, you're not gonna be focusing on meditation. You're going to be focusing on the thing that your brain is obsessed with, which is the food and the body and the weight and the calories and the shame and the you know lack of potential that you um, are, you're never able to reach that because you're so distracted by this problem. And so what's so wonderful about being on the side of freedom where you're not worried about it anymore, where you're not stressed about it anymore, where you're not thinking about it anymore, where it's literally a non-issue, food is a non-issue, then you get to benefit from these things that you know have a benefit and you've like studied that and you've read the book on it and you know, you, you know all of the things intellectually that you would love to be able to access. But when you go to get quiet and to meditate and your brain can't do anything but obsess around the food stuff, then yes, there's benefit in breathing and coming back and you know coming back to your breath and letting go of your thoughts. But when those thoughts are based off of an obsessive pattern that we're in because we're struggling with food, then it just makes it very difficult to get the same benefits that we would if we were on the side of freedom. And so what's so beautiful is being in that place of freedom where we're not focused, where we're not obsessed, where we actually get to, as normal eaters that don't think about food, just lean into a, a meditation and a mindfulness practice where there's such incredible benefit to be had there. And freedom is being out of survival mode. So when we're in this struggle with food, our, our bodies, our minds, our emotions really read it as a survival mode. It's this high level of stress hormones like cortisol. It's the physiological reaction to danger, to stress, because we are so worried. We're so worried about what food is doing to us or will do to us or you know, hating our bodies or obsessing over how do we make up for the last binge. Like with all of that worry, our, our brains don't know the difference. Our bodies don't know the difference between a real threat and danger and the things that we're reacting to it like it's an incredible danger because there's an extremely heightened worry about it. And I mean, this is something you can nerd out on and explore a lot, but the awfulness of being in survival mode all the time, of being in the fight, flight, or freeze, and our bodies reacting to it, and not being able to focus and progress how we want to because our focus is only taken by the thing that we're worried about right now, of not being able to plan ahead in our life or visualize very far ahead because we're just trying to you know, get from moment to moment in the survival mode. And we get that way with food. And we face food multiple times a day, every single day, and we will for the rest of our life. So to be on the side of freedom, when we're out of that survival mode, where food is not a threat, where our bodies are not a threat, where we get to be in a place of neutrality, where there's peace around how we feel and food is just a non-issue, we get to live outside of survival mode. We get to be thriving, we get to plan ahead, we get to focus, we get to 
not have anything that we're waiting for as in, oh, well, as soon as, you know, this problem is over, now I can move forward. It's on the side of freedom. It's this problem is over and now I can move forward. And it's a really beautiful thing. So for your next step to freedom, go to lifewithlydia.com. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!